Okay, Unleashed Plus. That was pretty neat. The last really about 72 hours um, of all these things happening where God says, I see you. I know what your need is. Yeah. And he didn't do it in one big lump sum, right? He orchestrated this thing that was going to be like in, what do you, when you go to the orchestra, they have like different movements and different things you get to be a part of. And he's like, just kind of watch. And it's like, don't dangle that carrot in front of me. Do it at once because you want that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like watching a nail biter football game until the end when your team finally wins. You're like, oh, why couldn't you have just done that at the beginning? Right. Yeah. I don't know why when you said orchestra, it made me think, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name of it now. Do you remember that? There was a pizza place in Indianapolis, and hopefully they had these all around the country. With the big organ? The big organ. Yes. Well, well, uh, uh, what was the name of that? I went there when I was in college back in the 80s, and I was like, holy cow, that thing was huge. Mm-hmm. Boy, now I'm going to have to look that up. I can't remember what it was. It's a pizza place. Pizza Palace? Yep. Maybe. And you like they're big long tables. You just kind of everybody sat on these big long tables. Yeah. It wasn't private. Yeah, I don't remember the food was. In. I was as a kid, but I remember that. You talk about dinner and a show. That was cool. I speaking of you know eating. I I was uh, having lunch today with a guy that um, I, I I knew who he was, and I knew he had listened to some of our podcast stuff recently. But he's he he grew up with his parents going to church, but he was kind of you know that a lot of a lot of us maybe sometimes kind of go your way for a while. And he just recently came back to God. And, and so we got lunch. It always happens around food, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's just guys. And we were talking. I was telling him about the podcast today. This just happened right before I, I came back and came over here. And uh, he was telling me a story about coming back to God and God's faithfulness and how exactly what we just said. He had a job that was making really good money. He had a big title. Um, he was a very self-made man, all these things. And when COVID happened... They just stopped that position, and he was done. I mean, just like overnight. Now what do I do? Yeah. And I think, like a lot of us men, we feel like we're we're not good enough if something like that happens to us. Sure. You know, for me, it's where's the money? I must not be good enough in this holiday season, and so I feel that pressure. That's my storm, okay? That's my storm that I, I'm sailing into. And he said, you know what? I don't remember how many weeks. It wasn't very long. All of a sudden, different companies started pursuing him, and one threw him an offer, which was a lot more money than he was making at this big title before, and he didn't even go after that job. It's that God showing up and says, do you trust me? Be patient. Wait. I got this. Sure. Where do you, let me ask you a question. Where do you struggle when those storms, what in your life, if you're willing to be honest, I didn't even ask you this, (laughs) where do you find yourself struggling trusting God? maybe the most? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think the the thing that I try to keep in mind um, that kind of keeps me level on this is to remember, you know, God isn't just the the God of the valleys, but also of the mountaintops and just try, you know, where I don't struggle necessarily with either one. I just try to keep that in mind and be centered about it. And I think people forget about that. It's the God of the mountaintops too. Yeah, because I've always heard the thing about, you know, the best view isn't um, on top of the mountain when you're when you when everything's great. The best view comes when you're in the valley because you can see the grandiose, you know, mountain in front of you. Yeah. And that's where life is formed and all the seasons happen. It's cold and windy on top of mountains. But there's also that mountaintop view that I think God also wants us to enjoy. Mm hmm. And I know for me, sometimes I'm trying to make that mountaintop happen. But if I try to make it happen, that's that's all about me. And I God doesn't get the glory. 
and like your buddy you were just talking about, it's like, uh, you know, two of the big lies the devil will tell us is things are always going to be this good or things are always going to be this bad. Yeah. And it keeps you stuck in the storm. Yep. Well, man, we sat there today and the, the storm, like I just shared you like the, the not feeling like I'm enough. That That's the storm. I mean, I can, I don't need much. I don't care about things. I just don't. But it's so funny when you begin to think about, you know, I was talking about giving thanks, you know, in, in all things. But you said sometimes the enemy keeps us stuck there. Yeah. And what the enemy keeps my thoughts stuck is, Brent, um, you're not good enough. I, I, I was messaging this to uh, Roger, Roger Medley, who was on our podcast, you know, early on. And uh, I was talking, I said, dude, I get up and I look in the mirror. I don't feel good enough in the morning, right? I go downstairs and I forgot to put something out of the sink last night. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, because I know that my wife loves to keep a really clean house and everything. And I start feeling like I wasn't good enough. I missed that. Um, I mean, and it just it just goes on the entire day. It could be someone well, speaks disrespectfully and you all they, they wouldn't have done that if I was good enough. I can tell you and for you guys, I do several different podcasts. This just one with Brent. But one of the other shows that I I do, we had a doctor on from Texas who's, uh, his name is Dr. Rob, and he's known as the um, the Gordon Ramsay of addiction. But uh, he was a, he's one of the, he's been a, one of the lead researchers in Harvard about, um, I'm, I'm quoting this, and, I, you know, I didn't know we we're going to go this route, so I'm kind of like trying to pull it all right. up. But I know talking about rewiring some of the neural structures of your brain, um, Switch back and forth, like when you brush your teeth in the morning, use your left hand for a whole week and then your right hand. <laughs> um, look in the mirror, and and you may have trouble at first, but try to look yourself in the in the mirror, in the eyes, and tell yourself that you love you that five or ten times. Start with that kind of personal forgiveness and, and self-loving, and, and you would be amazed the difference that will have. I've heard you guys, you know, talk about it in counseling environments, you know, writing with the opposite hand that you normally write with. Yeah. Because it can unlock different parts of the brain where you might have strongholds. Well, left-handed people are kind of weird, but. Well, I, here's what, I'm right-handed, but I, I play pool left-handed. I shoot a gun left-handed. I shoot a bow right-handed. Go, I'm just weird. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's with all these things, if we don't have that encouragement, because it's like. It's hard to encourage yourself looking in the mirror and saying, I am good. I am good enough. I am good enough when I know at my core. Now, I'm not talking about my spirit where Christ is as a believer, but it's like self-help. I can't convince myself that I'm good because I know I'm not. I know my thoughts. I know my behaviors. That's why knowing your one true identity is so important because you're going, yeah, in my flesh, I'm a mess. Sure. But at my core... I'm absolutely good enough because Christ is good enough. He was sinless. He is in me. He gives me everything I need. Because, yeah, when I sat with this this gentleman today, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but we both sat there and said, yeah, we both struggle with feeling the pressure, you know, whether it be at work or with your spouse or with your kids of not being good enough. He, he talked about for years, you know, like I said, he was brought up in church, but he kind of walked away from it. And as his family was growing up, he said, you know, I, I wasn't going to church with them. And, you know, I've got my son, you know, I should have been setting that example with him and, and doing it with my wife, but they stuck in there with me. And he said, so I just recently started going, going back to church 
And he said, I found out that it's the best thing I've ever done. He goes, I wish I could go back in time and redo all those years, but I wasn't being that godly man that, that mm-hmm. I wanted to be now. He said, you can't go back. All you can do is go forward. And he sat there, you know, and, and uh, just began to talk about this this newness. It wasn't a new relationship with God, but what a newness where he got it. He wants the rest of his life to be on fire with whatever that purpose is God has for him. No matter what the storm comes, he wants yep. to be able to turn around and go right back into it because he can trust God now. Because all my life I've trusted him. Yeah. If anybody out there is interested more in that, Dr. Rob, um, the other podcast is Faith in Your Recovery, and just look up Dr. Rob, and it's a great episode, and the guy has a lot of great information. But you guys and, and girls out there, try that. Try to look in the mirror at some point during the day and tell yourself that you love you, that you, lo- you know, just I love you, I love you. Say it 10, 15 times and just kind of you'll feel a difference. Huh. I will try it. I mean, especially this time of the season, and when you're going through seasonal grief and all that stuff, and you're just like, I don't know what to do today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me say this as we kind of wrap up here. Um, Give thanks in all things. As you're you're going about your daily stuff today, whenever you see anything that that moves you, give thanks. You see someone hurting, um, move towards them. Uh, Use that same gift of grace and love and caring that God gave you and pass it on. I promise you that will change how you feel about you as well. So, Eric, until next time. Okay. See you guys. See you guys.